What's up, guys? Welcome back to the TCG Experience. I'm here with Sammy Sakum. What up, guys? And I'm Jake. Oh, you nailed it this time. Well done. Right. He always says, and I'm Jake Quincy. <laughs> World's competitor. <laughs> yeah. Um, what up, guys? Um, thanks for you know supporting the, the show so early on. Um, the last episode we did was very much drama and just kind of like the dynamics between, you know, traveling to events, who you stay with, and, you know, just the pitfalls and things that can happen when you're away mm -hmm. and this one we kind of wanted to just tackle the theory and the decks and the things that happened in charlotte from you know just purely the the player's perspective in terms of the event um you played so i played a 60 card sword soul i played very few sword soul cards basically every good engine except magician souls into one deck so not every good engine <laughs> so well punk teleports yeah those um, cards are red good. rose yeah tenies I just think yeah, all those all those cards come with just a lot Adventure. more bricks, but just not as much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, I've already given. We've already discussed this. Mean you at length behind the scenes. That I just think that deck's horrible. Like the, the I can see why you think that for the, sure. The red and row stuff is just. It's it, it seems really broken at in, early in, in the format. You're like summon mm. Vashuda, make a red rose, make a yeah. Baron, now make a Hulk. That's really cool, but activate fate of adventure, make a prank kid. No. Uh, yeah, it was definitely the wrong choice. But why, though, in hindsight? They added rules into the tournament, which most people, or even myself, didn't even know. Okay. Like, um, you can you can't shuffle your opponent's deck. You can't you can you you can't pick up your opponent's graveyard. You actually have to find it out, etc. So God, you're so right. That makes the deck horrible. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Think of, you're like God. The deck, yeah, I picked the wrong deck, man. You know, couldn't look at opponent's graveyards. <laughs> you think you think about it. Think about it. <laughs> tell me, tell me. You, you'll get given forty-five minutes on the clock. Yeah, and you've got to communicate with how to shuffle or to look at play, play players' cards oh, or the okay. graveyard. I see, I see what you mean. So a lot of time is being consumed, mm -hmm. which you didn't think would have been an issue before because you thought if if you assume you can shuffle, you can go through your opponent's graveyard, etc., like a normal game. Is it because of COVID they did this? Is yeah. It, uh, calm. So having the extra five minutes on the clock gives you more time with a combo deck to achieve a better board and potentially a higher win percentage. Okay. Percentage. Yeah, again, I just think that the returns for, um, I don't know, that specifically those Red Rose decks mm -hmm. are just, the power level is not that much higher than, I guess, any of the other fucking Magician Souls combo decks, you know, mm -hmm. but you're way less consistent and you don't have any tricks in time, really, like the mm -hmm. Frank deck yeah, does. Yeah, you don't. Which is kind of a big deal. All right, so yeah, obviously Prank Kids dominated. I mean, no, you know, everybody knows that. 10 of top 16 was Prank Kid. Um, something, like something like that. Something like that, yeah. ridiculous. A, a third of the top cut was Prank Kids. Conversion was pretty high. And mm. I definitely believe these COVID rules mm. encourage that. More interesting, more interestingly, though, um, what percentage of top 32 were Brave decks or like Brave Engine decks? Probably like... Near enough. Well, f there was obviously Florandarees, Eldritch, like regular Eldritch. But yeah, a few. El yeah, Eldritch topped. Um, it was free Flunders topped as well. Sure. We're, we're so unprepared. <laughs> me, me and Jake are not the guys that are like have the fucking you know list of whatever up like right in front of us right yeah, now. Yeah, I just kind of know breakdown off the you know top of my memory. Kind of just okay. Prank kids dominated the event, but yeah, Brave dominated the event really. Then it, that engine is just the most obscene mm. engine I've ever seen. In I, the, in I touched on the, the game. I touched earlier on like I think like they should ban Draco back to kind of add a little bit of balance to the actually having costs within the fucking yeah. Because there's no cost for anything, bro. Do you know what I mean? The fact that 
it's free yes, yes. it's crazy and I, I, yeah, you know what? Thinking more about it, yeah, that's a that's a good decision. It's a cheeky ban, you know. So when people will be like, "Oh, what? They're just banning Draco back," and then they realise, okay, they banned Draco back. They limited those cards specifically, maybe two two. Yep. And then it's like, okay, they can't draw an extra card of souls, right. and they have to discard another card. Yep. In exchange a hand for a Griffin. Or, right. So they're trading a card, a real card, for an only negate, which, by the way, people will still do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, people still do that, but yeah. Um. Moving on, though, from just what you played, which, again, I just think you had to play a deck that started to very little, kind of the same. Dotscaper specifically, I mean, I don't know, probably didn't perform well, but that the whole point of Dotscaper is if you think Scythe is the best thing you can be doing, mm -hmm. you should be doing it with Dotscaper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the moment you like, oh, man, people are prepped for Scythe, you know, get be, be careful, Yeah. Right. then Dotscaper just sucks. You can't play that deck anymore, of course. So, you know, pick and choose your, your decks week by week with the, the, the format and the metagame is, Sorry, not the format. The meta game's always shifting, and you have to be like ready to pounce. For sure. Do you know what I mean? So, um, uh, specifically, you had forty-five minutes in Charlotte. Yeah. And did you feel it? Did it you know, felt I've... less. It felt. It oh felt less than a, than um, because of like you need to cut like, the next position like, every single time, and it's just long. It felt like remote duels. If it, it felt like wow, that sucks. It, it felt so weird in some, in some, some yeah. moments. It definitely had that link. So what you're saying is people have been waiting to come back and play in real life, in person. Yes. And they sam somehow found a way to make it feel like fucking remote duel. In some way, yes. God, the man. trophy is the same as well as the remote duels one, by the yeah. way. Well. I don't, but I, like, I kind of like the way they're moving with that trophy. So it's like um, the prize card's engraved in the trophy. Oh, that's cool. So it just looks cool. So yeah. if, even if you decide to trade mm -hmm. your prize card, you get the trophy with it still engraved in mm -hmm. so we'll talk about some theory real quick in terms of just like not not charlotte and we'll bounce back to charlotte but just before i forget because this isn't we very rarely pre-plan anything i have a couple of notes on my phone um i think there's a really cool dynamic that's about to be introduced mm -hmm. um when the aluba stuff comes out okay and it's it's to do with like, the pillars of the format because as a player you should always, always be looking for what the pillars of the format are. what are the pillars of the format right now in your opinion so DPE is definitely one of them. DPE, the engine, Celestial, Dasher, the Adventure Engine as well. Yeah, Adventure Engine is like shirt, the yeah. most insane thing. Yep. And then look at the hand traps as well in some ways. Right. So when we're looking at the new format coming, mm -hmm. like a different dynamic is going to be added to the yep. the Aluba stuff. I haven't really looked into it too much, but mm -hmm. it it brings back like the one of the most powerful cards like in the format that is becoming like a mainstay, which is like super poly would you say Yo, yeah let's fucking get it yeah so super poly yeah, yeah. so that's a disgusting card super it is poly. it is it shouldn't exist um so in order to leverage your ability to to win games mm -hmm. right against dp cards mm -hmm. or dp decks sorry what should you be playing alongside super poly to balance yourself to balance yourself yeah in terms of like ranges ranges of things that they might have to anticipate and you're gonna think I'm crazy, but maybe you won't. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. What would you have to bring in? So, so now so that's in the format. Basically, like people want to make themselves like that, not inexploitable versus super poly, right? So people are like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm gonna make this board so you can't super poly me. That's always the thing that you're trying to play around being super polyed. Yeah. Right. And we're in the DPE format, right? So what could you play alongside super poly to make it so that it's even more difficult for them to fucking do this this dance? Like, wait, a fusion monster? No, it's weird. It's interesting. It's a hand trap. 
It's a hand trap. It's a hand trap. Mm -hmm. Uh, Winter cherries. No. I'll tell you because I don't want to waste too much time. Go on. It's ghost bell. Okay. Listen to this. So I've been thinking about it over the last few days. It creates a really interesting dynamic where they have DP and Predator plant where you're a super poly deck because you're playing a Luba. Yeah. Well, they're like, oh man, I should send my fucking Predator plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then to, to not be fucking, and you're like, cool, I had bell. Right? Yeah. So now you get belled because you fucking sent your fucking DP because you don't want to get. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then if they leave it because they're scared of bell, they get super polyed. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Makes so sense. what you want to do is balance yourself really well there. Because if you're just a super poly deck, they can just send the fucking predator plant. Okay, and course. if you're a super poly bell deck, now they it becomes difficult because you're so well balanced that at any, they're going to make more errors. You're leaving far more error in their range. It's 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Isn't that right. cool? No, you're right. You're spot on. Well, of course I'm fucking spot on, bro. What the you're right with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that like, that's too good. It's like too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I shouldn't have shared it. No, I don't care. <laughs> let's, let's go, man. You Guys, eat up. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can eat. Right. So the idea is that when you're, when, you're, when you're looking at pillars of the format, you should be looking for ways to exploit the things that are like the agreed upon pillars. Of course. So, for example, I have to send my predator plant in the end phase because I'm scared of being super polyed. Mm -hmm. And if everybody's doing that, yeah. now you don't even have to veil a predator plant. Yeah. Because you can just go spell for DP <laughs> because they're always sending it. Yeah, always sending it in that so form. Now, but technically, Bell's better than like Imperman Veiler because you're not one specifically yep. against Predator Plant because you're not as worried. And then what will be interesting Isn't is that once, cool, though? as the format progresses with yeah. Ghost Bell, yep. then people will then start reverting back. Guys, get your fucking Ghost Bells now, your secrets or whatever ones you want. I'm telling you, next format, Ghost Bell. If you're a Super Poly deck anyway. Yeah. I, I like being a Super Poly Ghost Bell deck as well as playing all the Aluba stuff. But if I'm playing a Hand Trap, it's going to be like Ashes and Ghost Bells. Yeah. Because, sure, they're going to get the DP, but they're so incentivized. There's going to be, at least in the early part of that, that new, this new format, people are going to be terrified of being super polyed. Absolutely. So Ghost Bell gains so much equity in mm. the early part of this format. Of course. So just consider it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I was like all that. I... Yeah, I didn't want to forget that. Let's go back to Charlotte. That was yeah. your little nug of the day. Enjoy, guys. Yeah, enjoy it. Um, you enjoy it as well, bro. You piece of shit. Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking behind me right now, guys. <laughs> so, um, Charlotte specifically was dominated yeah. by prank kids. Um, uh, it was. Anybody that had spoken to me in the weeks leading up to it, I said, if I was going to play an event, it'd have to be a dot, I'd play a dotscaper deck or a prank kid deck. Yeah. And the reason is because they just very linear combos. They're hard to mess up. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They start for very little. The one thing that prank kids has over dotscaper or everything in the format is this really cheesy ability to burn as you're going through the motions or gain yeah. life, as it, which is stupid. Can we agree that that's just stupid? Yeah. Like it's just an unfair thing to be able to do. Mm -hmm. um, what dotscaper gains, obviously the ability to end games quickly where you are, you know very quickly if you've won or if you've lost. You know? Yeah, you do. Um, one thing I found really interesting, by the way, in terms of the deck lists that, uh, in Charlotte, and it was Raph Levin's deck. Raph Nevin or Raph Levin? Is it El mm. Nevin or Levin? Nevin. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they just for forego. They just dis dis completely disregarded playing back row removal in their 60 card deck. Yeah. Which is really brave. So, you know, well done. I, I like that. It makes it sound theoretically. Yeah. Really like that. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that and be like brave and boasty enough. But yeah, it's just tough, man. Because did he have two buys as well? No. He didn't. No, that's what so he braver. Just, so he just went into it. He was, he was like, like, fuck, fuck it. this. I'm winning dice rolls. And if I play against it, it doesn't fuck. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. was brave with that. So uh -huh. well done, bro. Yeah. So 
I really like the idea of if you're playing 60 cards, mm-hmm. you really can't afford to commit too many yeah. uh, spots to these, you know, twin twisters. And it just doesn't make sense. Just commit to beating the combo decks. Yeah. And try and dodge the trap decks. Makes a lot of sense. Um, He actually he actually lost to the to the Aldrich player in the top eight. Sure. But he, did he but lose the dice rolls or did he win the dice roll? Um, I actually don't know. I didn't watch the match. Yeah, he's got to be, because he has to play against Aldrich, lose the dice roll, mm-hmm. right? And then he probably loses the match at that point. Yeah. Right? If he wins the dice throw, though, he's probably like a favorite marginally because the Eldritch is bringing in like lava columns. What did the Yeah, he brings in lava columns, yeah. Yeah, so like he's only marginally a favorite because he's likely to win game one, mm-hmm. probably almost definitely losing game two to just a floodgate. Because mm-hmm. with no back removal, you're not even beating one floodgate. Yeah. You think that fucking Draco back's going to do anything? No, bro. You know, they're going to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're losing to that one floodgate, mm-hmm. and then game three is going to be a, a toss, a flip. Yeah. So you. Well, not a flip, but you're you're definitely favoured in game three. Sorry, but but not but not significantly, man. These guys bringing mm. in lava golems and fucking craziness versus you. You know, you're like, yeah, oh. it's, it's good card, lava golem. Yeah, yeah, it's a good card. Um, so yeah, no, but I do like the theory. I want to give them a shout out. These people, these, these guys that whoever banded together and decided to not play the, I've considered it for a long time, but just mm-hmm. haven't been brave enough. And I don't play big events anymore anyway, so it's not worth my. Yeah, no, I get yeah. that. That's fine. But but then that is a big big factor though, because we've been talking a lot about how broken. 60 card decks are broken but what did i say to you about the doxkeeper deck last week or a few weeks ago what did it, what would, couldn't it be do you remember um they could you said it couldn't be i said, 60 it, couldn't, card. I said it couldn't be trap decks <laughs> yeah do you remember this i said it just can't be trap decks because okay. you can't because you can only play like three storms and a couple of red reboot you want you play the same five cards or five maybe six cards that are good against back row decks yeah, you have. You, but you you're never going to draw them. You're just not going to yeah. draw them because you're you in need to, You need to max out on twins and on, on lightning storms. Right. I think you'd have to play like nine back row cards yeah. to draw like, you know, one. Pro- I don't know what the math is, but it'd, it'd be tough. So the list leading up to Charlotte for the Dot Scraper deck, mm-hmm. I had three lightning storm, three um, twin twister. I had two cosmic. I had a red reboot. You were not trying to list to Flanderies, yeah. That's... I just did not want to at yeah. all. My main deck was literally mending Veilers. Um, Plunder's a good deck, man. That's one of those decks. Droplets, if you disrespect it, bro. Every single, the the main deck was basically built to to go against every single combo deck, and I'd never really need to side. Three of the side deck spots were triple talents. They'd always come in, and I'd just take out three of the worst cards against the specific deck I was playing sure. against. Other than that, that was built fine. And yes, I'm all fine with that. At the YCS, when I went with this tenure deck, <laughs> did you play back row removal in the tenure deck? You do the same thing. Well done, then. Yeah, well done. The, I think it's the right thing to do. It, it, defi- it definitely was, yeah. and um, and and it, and probably quite a few people did do that as well. Hence why Aldrich nearly won. It came second because people were just disrespecting it. Mm-hmm. So now, what would say is, do you think like we're gonna see more trap decks do better? Yeah, well, that's just natural. That's definitely gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But do you see people reverting to less engines? 40, 40, 41, 42 card decks and being like, I'm going to have to sacrifice Magician Souls here. I'm going to have to sacrifice, I don't know, some part of my deck. Because I played the Prank Kid, you, you lent me your Prank Kid deck to, mm-hmm. to test with these fish here at the shop. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, uh, we had, so you gave me like a weird 50, you know what's really funny? Yeah, <laughs> I was, because you told me about the Charlotte stuff with Simon or whatever, like a couple yeah. of days ago. And then you gave me the deck and I was like, dude, I called you up, I was like, bro, it's missing a fucking <laughs> say it, I was say like, it. bro, it's missing a droplet and an enchantress. Yeah, more enchantress. And I'm like, 
and a ghost spell is missing like it's only been two droplets two enchantress which is yeah. you would never do and it's missing um a ghost spell and I'm like, i haven't lost these cards but you just gave me the deck are you sure you didn't get jacked <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, nah, nah, bro. There was just two of each, and you didn't have a third or something. Yeah. And then I was thinking, bro, maybe he's hurting for P, bro, because he's like, on the last day when he realized he was fifty down, he had to sell the enchantress. <laughs> for like Dave and Buster, and the, and the third dropper. For like Dave and Dave and Buster's tickets. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Um, Oh, oh, sorry, I can't oh. Yeah, so prank kids, I was playing it yesterday and we did the, so you gave me the Souls variant, which just has Souls and yeah. all the other stuff and I was testing it. It was okay. It was pretty mm. good. It definitely felt better in the mirror because you got, because yeah. you gain the ability to leverage dark as well as an extender because yeah. the mirror just hedges on like, I guess them popping your fucking prank kid mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? And then if they have a predator plant in the grave that didn't trigger, you, it's just a ton of value playing Souls because you get to get to dark, yeah. half of a dark, which was really cool. Problem with it ultimately is, it's just less consistent yeah than playing 40 or not even less consistent you're just drawing the really good cards less yeah so you're drawing your hard drawing fusion destiny less you're hard drawing uh i guess the brave cards specifically less mm -hmm. especially when you're only playing two fucking enchantress you scumbag um well there's actually good a good reasoning behind that oh really tell me so if you'd actually get, if you're going to play free enchantress yep um then a no token collector. Okay. You'd play free enchantress. If you if you're gonna play no token collector. Yeah. Oh, you're saying the foolish is the third enchantress as well as the token collector. No, you still just play three. It's a fucking extender, bro. <laughs> if you draw right plus water enchantress, it's half of a predator plant. Yeah, I, I get that part. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I'm playing souls as well, I just rather cram down on the numbers. I don't know, man. I, 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 no comment. But I just feel like it. Yeah. I just three three. Three three foolish, yeah. You, I want you, you could do that. You could do that. Three three. But did people play two enchantress? Was that common at the event? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh wow. But, then but, but, but the, other, the other thing though is foolish. In, in sixty cards, but foolish is a spell you can send with. I, I didn't play sixty. I'm, no, the oh. thing you was fifty, right? But if I was playing sixty, I would I would max out and play a foolish. Well, I'd play. The, no, what I'm suggesting is I'd play uh -huh. foolish, the enchantress. Fine, if I could play mm -hmm. five enchantress, I'd play five. I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. It's just such a broken card it's such a must answer card they yeah. have to answer it mm -hmm. and it's so difficult to answer it very clean without ash yeah i don't know anyway especially in the prank kid deck where it, oh you ash that well i guess you're not ashing my prank kids comp you know like, mm -hmm. do you know what i mean in fact shouldn't the argument be you'd play you would always play three water girl and prank kid because if you lead with it it just gets ashed and then the prank kids work well, it's the, same, it's the same logic. If you're foolish, mm. it's an enchant. No, no one Ash is foolish. Okay. Not in this format anyway. Yeah. You used to, you always used to do it. But no, but then you send Enchantress, then you banish it, then yeah. they Ash the Enchantress. Right, right. But you just want as many ways, as many to, ways to get to them the using Ash. To ash. Right. And especially when you're playing Fusion Destiny, so it's like, let's say your hand's not great, you're like, banish Enchantress, they Ash it. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Fusion Destiny, plus hand traps, at least I can play, kind yeah. of. I just think, yeah, I don't want to talk about that too much. I think that's just a... Yeah, fluffy kind of. I mm -hmm. think that's pretty standard. You would just play three, 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 one. I think two fateful adventure in the prank kids decks. I do, I do like two fateful move, especially you playing souls, dude. Even if I'm playing no souls, I'm playing two fateful. I know that sounds fucking crazy, but just having prank kid plus fateful is like it's having just, cool. It's, it's like having cool by plus fate plus prank yeah, kid, and you're getting a plus one from it as well. Right, but it's like exactly like having. You're just turning your fatefuls into cool by the graves. You are, yes. Whenever you have, do you know what I mean? It's just too good not to play. Yeah, and then what that what you could do with that is then you could probably sign into more copies when you go first always. 
Oh, you mean like as an additional copy of Fate for when you play first? Yeah, you could yeah. do that. I, 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 see, that's way more sound to me, like logically, than just playing two Enchantress. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, so forty card decks. Yeah, do you not think like uh, moving forward they're gonna are people gonna slow change from sixty to forty? Yeah, because they're just like, yeah, man, this stuff's really cool. I get to draw cards of souls, but it's just long. Definitely with the introduction of the Albaz structure deck. What, so tell me, tell me, what what's changing there? Is Albaz a forty card deck? Yeah, it is a forty card deck. Yeah, Pot of Prosperities. Um, you should be playing. Pro I believe so. It's the same Prosperities. Yeah. yeah, Prosperities. Okay, so it's a forty card Prosperity deck. Um, a Super Poly deck mm -hmm. should be a Super Poly Ghost Spell deck then, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's nine cards, three Pot, three Ghost Spell, three Super Poly. Mm -hmm. Uh, two three Albaz, three Aluba. I, I play. You should play two. Aluba? Is that, is that the card? Aluba? Yeah, Aluba, Aluba, yeah. It only plays two? So it's, uh, versions now are starting to play two, yes. Calm, so two of that guy, so it's 11 cards of mm -hmm. my 40. It doesn't play the Brave Engine, or it does play the Brave Engine? Um, so so that, that's the interesting thing. This deck allows you to merge an engine of your choosing. So you can play like the Dogmatica package. You can so we play don't know yet. Package. We don't know yet. Well, no, what's, yeah, what's interesting is mm. Konami's found a way where people can start experimenting more and not stick to one specific archetype. Yeah, because back in the day it was like Black Wings, Light Swans, and now it's like you could merge all of these different. Yeah, it makes the get more creative and actually rewards. Does it the Does it? Because mm, the, the brave feels like stuff it is, does in some way. The brave stuff is ridiculous. It's bonkers. I, I will always say it. It's, it's obscene. My friend Ryan, shout out to Ryan by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, he was playing it yesterday, just okay. kind of just showing, but he didn't have the precons, so he was just playing whatever was the old iteration of that deck, mm -hmm. and it just looked so shit. <laughs> poor ryan no no poor ryan. he's my guy shout bro. out to ryan shout out to ryan he's a good guy but no what i mean though was that deck specifically just didn't look like that impressive in yeah. the face of the brave cards do you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah but obviously it didn't have i guess the new fusion spell which is like shadow fusion so yeah those cards picked themselves you got that three new shadow fusion card the brave branded whatever it's called mm -hmm. that thing three pot of prosperity mm -hmm. some number of relubas three yeah. ghost spell you got all three ash yeah and then you're picking an engine to go alongside that. But how yeah, many engine play, cards? You are playing some of the branded spells and the branded brand monsters sure. as well. Are those the Despia monsters? Yeah. Yeah. Calm. So you got those guys. He was playing a dude that looked like a rock. <laughs> just looked like a fucking Doki a Doki. <laughs> dude, it looked like a, it would look like Doki Doki. But you know me, I don't fucking. <laughs> it just looked like a Doki Doki. But it when it when it hits the bin or goes to the grave, he gets to mm -hmm. add another guy and a poly. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I I, oh, I need man. I need to shut these cards out. Yeah, yeah, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a look like I don't know what the fuck that is, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, he was playing some weird, I don't know, but it looked yeah. like a ton of value and it seemed like a very grindy deck. The, the fusion come back from the fusion that's taxing you with the burn, yeah, comes back. What the fuck, just for free whenever? Oh, you mean Dramatage? Is that what it called? The Ultra Rare, the free K attack guy. Yeah, maybe. Keeps coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it keeps coming, it comes back when, once. When, when, when you use it for as a material for a fusion. Nah, bro, it's um, when it. It was a f it was a fusion that when it leaves the field and goes to the bin, mm -hmm. at any point he can just summon it with a quick effect, and it's the one that burns them for six hundred whenever they activate an effect. Oh, the dragon! So ridiculous that card! So annoying. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, the chimera is really good. Mm -hmm. Is it Guardian Chimera? Yeah, that's that's gone up a lot recently. The card's really good. It was though. unreleased. That was like ten to fifteen pounds, and now they're like forty five quid each. Weird weird chaining thing that happened um, mm -hmm. yesterday. Oh, let me just try and remember it so I don't fucking butcher it, man. Uh, was chaining one. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you guys about it next time. But it was a really cool way to mi make that chimera thing mistiming. Okay. You know, like all of it, just the whole situation, and it involved specifically. Um, if they have, listen to this, it's really cool. Huh? So the guy has DP in play. Yeah. Ryan has DP in play, and um, 
uh, Chimera. So he's yeah. just made Chimera with Polly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and to the Polly, uh, something's been changed. Uh, an effect has been changed. Yeah. A fateful adventure or something. Something's been changed to the fucking Polly. It was a... It was a fucking pandemonium, I think, that was chained. Okay. okay. Then DP was chained. Yep. Right? And then the DP got ogred. Okay. Right? And then the poly resolves. Yep. And makes the fucking guy, the chimera. Mm-hmm. But then the DP has to pop the chimera. Yeah, because on the field now. Yes. Has to pop the chimera because the DP got ogred. Yeah. So now, as you resolve the chain, the chimera's not there. It never gets seen. It misses timing. Yeah. To do anything. So just for you guys in terms of theory, that was really cool. Just to look, because yeah, like every card has to be. It was on a chain. The it was, a, it was the way the chain resolved was the the ogre was so it was DP then ogre then so it's poly something. Oh, DP, it can't, it can't, it can't have been poly first. Oh, well, then then it was super poly can't then it was one two. Then, no, it wasn't super poly. Oh, it was polymerization. It was polymerization. Sorry, yeah, my yeah, bad, my bad. So it's poly into something into DP into ogre. Yeah. So an ogre pops DP. DP's gone now. Yep. DP tries to pop, but then <laughs> just the chimera it has to pop the chimera that's now. Sorry, the way in which it fucking resolved, I can't remember. But basically, it got to a point where when Chimera was summoned, yes. DP was next then to destroy. Correct, correct. Which yep. then means on a separate chain, because Chimera's not on the field anymore, yeah, it, doesn't it can't even shit. activate. So that's cool for you guys playing against this shit in the future. Whereas usually you would never ogre a DP in a million years. It was no. between my friends Jovan and Ryan when they were playing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it just came up and it was like, whoa, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. So, like, in the future, if they ever have that specific instance, you can turn... Mm-hmm. You can make an ogre good that otherwise wouldn't have been good. Yeah. It's like getting the absolute maximum, maximum fucking from, shit ogre. From the shitty ogre. Yeah, yeah. that you know, is now, like, broken. Um, That's interesting, though. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if you look at, like, ogre... <coughs> excuse me. It's cool. I'm still ill. Um, I was ill the whole trip. Um, I mean, This is actually me recovering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was worse much worse. I'm, oh, I felt sorry for one of my opponents. Um... <laughs> So, so yeah, I, um, my gosh, the, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Ghost Ogre. Ghost Ogre. I think I was going to topic of Ghost Ogre. Ghost Ogre was, uh, in this like, pre Albert structure deck, obviously one, I of must the best. one of the staple, yeah. but now interestingly, if we look at moving forward, is it going to still be there? I don't have no idea. To be honest, is Nib good against this deck, the new Albert deck? I don't know. The, the thing, the thing with me, I haven't by played the way, at all. Yeah, you, you do it when it comes out. Yeah, you're not trying to do the pre. Yeah, you're like, you're like me. You're not trying to be like, oh my god, have you seen the new alternate art IP Mascarena? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that guy, bro. I'm just like, yeah, when it comes out, I'll read the fucking. Yeah. Cards, so when every set new set comes out on the release, I will then look at the cards and then I'll decide. Unless it's something ridiculous. At, yeah, unless Before, someone's already told me. Yeah, that's you're going crazy. Your people going crazy. It's like, it's like spoilers, like. I just don't know what the cards do because I don't go out there to read them because I feel like the format's going to be different at the point when they actually do come out. Mm. So when the cards do come out, I then look at the cards and read them because at that point, then the format is at its truest form. And once it's its truest form, I can give it my natural, truest opinion of how this card will impact the format and my deck building, Right. which means then I can get the best results from the next up-and-coming tournaments. But don't you think that trying to gain the biggest edge earliest in a format is where the biggest edges are had anyway? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, let's say, because I'm not on Yu-Gi-Oh like that, bro. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you. But imagine if I was, I yeah. probably would be trying to, okay, cool. I want my I want my good deck. I want that good deck two weeks before the first event. Yes. And I just don't think anybody takes Yu-Gi-Oh that seriously in the world. Like, I'm sure they do. But I mean, like, it's not like Magic or I guess, you know, like poker or whatever. If you're 
prepping sure. for something, you prep, you know, before it fucking. I get you. So if there was LA region, well, LA regionals this weekend, mm-hmm. Saturday, and that, that's going to get insane numbers. Is it legal yes. for that? Is it? Yes. Oh, it can't. So if I was going there weeks ago, I'd have done all my research, sure. knowing that because that's the big event. Or if it's a YCS, definitely weeks ago. But there's no no ev- big events coming up for me yet. There, there are two upcoming YCSs, but I'm not going to those. The one event's got a 400 player cap. You're not going with Simon? Oh, man, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck it. I'm, I'm not. You, um, it, the, the, Al, the Albas or Alubizek or whatever it's called, mm. reminds me of um, when Shadol came back. Yeah. And it was like just a few days before the weekend that everybody was like, we know this shit is good. We yeah. just don't know how to build it. We know that like, what's it called construct and fucking mm-hmm. window is broken and yeah. El Shadow fusion what is that yeah. called? it's really good yeah but we just don't know what the fuck we're doing and you ended up like playing the event with like the worst fucking Shadow deck I've ever seen you remember it I was like yeah I was because because the card just seemed you, you knew there was something there but you just we didn't there wasn't enough time and and, and the, the thing I missed is I didn't play Nibiru of course, yeah, I do remember that. A that, light. Was a, that was a gaping kind of... And it's yeah. obvious you should play Nibiru, especially right. in the spiral format. But, but that... And I didn't even play spirals. I know. <laughs> and you know, you know what's so funny? It's crazy. Well, by the way, guys, I was grinding Pokemon yeah, yeah. for like the whole like four months. And t- this was the YCS just before... I was telling him, hey, bro, cancelled. just play spirals, man. Magician Souls is really good. Yeah, well, you did. Oh, do you know what we missed on the... We missed talking about... Um, oh. Earlier on the week, I mentioned... Let me just add a little bit more, uh, like, I guess, like, technician advice mm-hmm. to the fucking... Dotscaper deck, something that I considered but haven't actually been able to even test or because I'm over the Dotscaper deck at this point. I'm just over it. Like, I'm not trying to play big YCSs unless they're in Europe. So, you know, I'm not trying to sit there and be like, summon devotee while I watch my opponent, like the light leave their fucking eyes, you know, knowing that they're getting scythe locked. <laughs> um, but a card that I considered was Where Art Thou? Yeah. Right, because I remember it from the spiral format where it was like you could. When Souls is good, where off that was good, mm-hmm. and it Droll is a level one. Yeah, Veil is a level one. Mm-hmm. You could play DD Crow, which is pretty good right now anyway. Yep. So you get a ton of utility out of a card like where off thou where it gets Thoughtscaper specifically. It does, but you have to control a level one monster. Right. So if you opened Illusion of Chaos plus where off thou, then it's the most insane combination <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of cards. Yeah, yeah. Which makes you feel like playing forty cards is more correct. Yeah, with the Dotscaper deck. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to be really linear, I agree. Mm. The reason that I did 60 cards was because I wanted the Brave stuff, I wanted the Hand Traps, yeah. I wanted... And you know what I really wanted? I wanted Cross that Designator. Yeah. And if you don't play 60 cards, it's very difficult to get the targets for the Designator. That's true. And I wanted Tactics, and mm. I wanted uh, Droplets. And I wanted, yeah, like, all the best. The I best just wanted best. it all, man. You know, All so of it. It's like, it's like the Gauntlet, bro. You just yeah. want it all. I wanted it all, and I think in order to get all of it, which I think you can do with the Dotscaper deck because mm-hmm. again it starts for very little. Yeah, you know it's not like Prank Kids even. Prank Kids requires some bricks, man. You got to play like a uh, Pandemonium and Prank Kids place. Is it not place? Pranks. Uh, pranks. Those are bricks, man. I, look, actually, Pranks is very good to draw. It's but if, you, if you're playing a short amount of number though, sure. it's not very good. It's not that bad. But what mm-hmm. I mean is like there are still cards that are like not the Dotscaper cards are just nine Dotscaper cards that offer you a mulligan. Yeah. Right, and all of its fat is in the extra deck. Yeah. Right, none of the fat's actually in the deck. Mm-hmm. It's not like sure it's less powerful than um Red Rose Dragon. What's it called Red Rose Dragon? Yeah. Red you Rose summon Dragon. it, you get to when you when you synchro it away, that guy. Yeah. That that draws two cards basically. Mm-hmm. Using him as material draws two cards. Because it makes another summon, which then summons another which gets the Yeah, right? and then makes a Hulk. The, and prob- then the problem with those cards are that they require you playing the Basil Rose shoot and the yeah. So with again, this is the line, bro. With great power comes great inconsistency. 
<laughs> I was gonna put that on a fucking t-shirt, bro. Like, uh, yeah, you 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 have the Spider-Man, his fucking uncle in the car, whatever that prick. <laughs> With great power comes great inconsistency. You know what I mean? It's just always been the norm of like card games that I've played. Yeah, I like. If you want to be really powerful, you risk being inconsistent. And if you want to be really consistent, you sacrifice power. That's just the way the games work. Exactly. So true. Uh, I think we'll leave it there, boys. I think so. With great power comes great inconsistency. Take All care. right. Peace.